Now here is the top news stories of the day with Larry Hardesty. So as we mentioned, there is that uh, conference call that's going to be held on Friday with Adam Silver and the National Basketball Association Players Association Executive Director Michelle Roberts. That's going to be interesting uh, to see if they come up with a timetable to try and start the NBA season. And what will they do? Will they just pick it up where it was? Or will they have their little round robin for the eighth-seeded teams to see who gets in and then just go ahead and start the postseason? Interesting. You know, Charles Barkley was on ESPN 1000, Waddle and Sylvie. And there's there's been this thing going back and forth with him, especially during the last dance about how he and Michael Jordan are estranged and that he – really misses his relationship and friendship with Michael Jordan. But he doesn't think it was wrong for him to be critical of MJ as a GM. The thing that bothered me the most about that whole thing, I don't think that I said anything that bad. No. I'm pretty sure I said, hey, as much as I love Michael, until he stopped hiring them kisses and his best friends, he's never going to be successful uh, as a general manager. And I remember, I'm pretty much verbatim I said that. And the thing that's really pissed me off about it later is Phil Jackson said the exact same thing. Listen, when you're famous, and Michael at one point was the most famous person in the world, everybody around you is either on the payroll or letting you buy drinks and dinner and flying around on your private jet. Very few of your friends are going to be honest with you. And that's very hard for any celebrity, but especially somebody of his stature. But I thought that was one of the reasons we were great friends. He's like, I can ask Charles anything, and I know he's going to give me a straight answer. But part of my job is, because I can't go on TV and say another general manager of sucks, and then just because Michael's like a brother to me, say he's doing a fantastic job. That would be disingenuous. It's true, and that's why it's very hard for former athletes or former coaches to do these jobs as analysts. And sometimes you question the former coach on the authenticity of their critique if they think they've got an opportunity to get back in their particular sport in a coaching situation. You question whether they're giving you their ultimate true feeling. So one thing we know about Barkley, <laughs> what comes up, comes out. Now, Craig Hodges, a former teammate of Michael Jordan, was on Fox Sports Radio. And there was, you remember when Jordan talked about when he first walked into uh, the hotel room as, as a rookie and he said there was just unbelievable different things in there that he hadn't seen. There was drugs, there was women, there was alcohol, there was everything. Well, Craig Hodges said, you know, there's this unspoken word about it's kind of like what goes on in Vegas stays in Vegas. We call this a fraternity. So I'm watching. Okay, the first episode, I was upset about the cocaine circuit. That bothered me because I'm thinking about the brothers who are on that picture with you who have to explain to their family members that they're getting ready to watch this Michael Jordan great documentary event, and they know that you're on the team with them. Now you got to explain that to a 12-year-old boy. Mm. Scotty Pippen part. Scotty was selfish. Come on, man. Come on. Mm. And then last night with Horace, that hurt my. That hurt me. And I'm letting MJ know, dude, man, that ain't right, dude. Not that one. Them other things, okay. But Horace, Horace didn't deserve to take the fall for Jordan rules. Now, MJ may know something else. And if you know Horace wrote it, tell us how Horace did it, for my sake. Because I'm your teammate, brother, just like they are. And I'm kind of salty about how everybody got interviewed but me. So there's a, there's a question as to why Craig Hodges was not involved, was not interviewed for this. 
the last dance. That's number one. And number two, he makes a good point about, uh, you know, the situation with who leaked out different things. I would say to you that with all due respect to Horace Grant, not saying because I wasn't there, not saying that Horace didn't, but if whether he did or did not, I bet you one thing, he wasn't the only one. <laughs> he was not the only guy that had something to say about what was going on behind closed doors with Jordan and the Bulls. Oh, the last dance continues this Sunday. Dow Strawberry was on the Michael K show today, and he says, get this, Mets fans, Yankee fans, he played for both teams. He believes the 86 Mets were better than the 98 Yankees. Well, you got to think, back in 86, I, Mike, I was in my prime. Right. You think about it. I was in my prime at the beginning of, of my career. And it was a different time. And you think about the, the difference of players from the 90s and the 80s. The players were the players were a lot better in the 80s than they were in, in the 90s. You think about the teams and stuff like that and the competition you was going against. There was a lot of good teams uh, back in those days. You know, you think about a lot of guys that you used to face in, in different rotations were not the same in the years of the 90s. So that's the difference I'm looking at between those teams. You know, you look at the caliber of players. Yeah, did they have some of the same kind of players we had? Yeah. But I, I just, I don't know. I mean, I just think we were we, we were tough. We were tough in 86. 86 was the year that we went into spring training and we just knew we were going to win. It didn't matter you know, if we were down behind that whole year. There were games we, we could come back. Well, the 90, 98 Yankees too. So 98 Yankees was a great team, no question about it. Yeah, I didn't start on that team, but if I was, you're talking about if I was 24, 25 years old, what would it be like plan in those games it would have been fascinating Dow strawberry was an unbelievable player unbelievable and he added to the boys on the michael k show michael don and peter that he believes he and the mets of the late 80s could have won even more i believe we come up short yes we came up short should we had a dynasty yes we should have been winning back to backs you know as good as we were you know and i i think about that when i you know sitting at home at this time and watching the last dan of the chicago bulls um and watching that and realize how good we were and how realize how michael jordan you know when he entered that room and they were partying he turned and went the other way i thought man if that if i could have had that kind of foundation in me what kind of player could I ended up being? You know, if, if I had to turn and walk away from some of the, the stuff that I entered into as a young player early in my career. And, you know, I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I don't discredit anybody. You know, I, I made that decision and I had to live with it. But at the same time, you know, when you make the right decision, it brings about greatness. And, you know, looking at Michael Jordan, I, I feel like I had that kind of greatness on the baseball field that I, I could have displayed there for so many years. And, you know, I just sometimes you wish you could turn the clock back and do it all over again, guys, but you know you can't. Mm. Fascinating admission from Daryl Strawberry uh, about being able, wishing as he looked back on his life, he was obviously more mature now. And you look back and hindsight is always perfect. It's always twenty twenty, and. He's right. He would have had a different career if he was able to not fall into losing those demons with drugs and alcohol. As we mentioned to you earlier, there's a report by Ken Rosenthal of Fox Sports that indicates that Major League Baseball is going to have a presentation of a proposal of starting what they want to do with starting the the games up to the Players Association. They will have it to them within a week. Scott Boris was on Get Up This Morning with Greeny and Company and said the players are balancing wanting to play versus being safe. I think one thing we know is that this virus has a clear impact. It's not going away. It has a dramatic impact on those of 
of higher ages and people with underlying medical conditions. And fortunately, the, the athletes of baseball, um, those parameters uh, carry much, much less risk with this. We've looked at the hospitalization rates of people in this age group without underlying medical condition. Uh, we've looked at the, uh, you know, mortality rates, both in where they could play in spring training in those states. Um, you know, one of the epidemiologists from uh, UC Berkeley pointed out about being uh, locally observant and appropriate as to how you where and, and how you treat this virus. And certainly those in Florida and Arizona uh, and, and frankly, in, in, in many states now, the mortality rates are much lower than they are in the Northeast. So we've when you look at the that and you look at the risk that are related to the players, I think they're much more comfortable now with with uh, returning. Also, the treatments that are available uh, now are, are more defined. Um, all the therapeutics and um, and also we're very hopeful about vaccines in the future. Uh, we'll see. That, that's going to be a listen. That's going to be the road to everybody coming back as these tests get better and better and more available. Jeff Passon was on Sports Center and he's got his thoughts on the Major League Baseball timeline for starting. We're on the path to some good news, potentially. Now, this being the time it is, of course, everything comes with the caveat. But there are teams right now, the Cleveland Indians yesterday, among them, that have been telling players, get ready. Now, it's not get ready with a specific date in mind. You know, June 10th has been mentioned for the beginning of spring training. That's probably the earliest. July 1st has been mentioned as a day for opening day, potentially. That's probably the earliest could happen. But the expectation, L, around baseball right now is that Major League Baseball is going to be coming to the Players Association with a plan in the coming days to a week plus or so. And during that time, we're going to get a much better sense of when baseball could actually restart in the United States. Hey, hats off to Yankees Gary Sanchez and Luis Severino and Mets ace Dylan Patances who teamed up with Pedro with the Pedro Martinez Foundation, the Hall of Famers charitable organization, the coalition, which includes 40 current and former major leaguers, including superstars like David Ortiz and Juan Soto of the Nationals, has raised over $550,000 towards essential supplies, personal protective equipment, and food for the Dominican Republic. Let's turn to a little football. Frank Gore had a choice between the Jets and the Raiders, and the veteran running back picked Gang Green to be reunited with Adam Gase. This is quoting Gore. Got an opportunity to get back with a good friend and a guy I respect, and I'm happy he wanted me to be on his team. I'm happy to be around the guy who's done some great things in this league in Le'Veon Bell. That can motivate me, and I can help out the young kid they just drafted, LaMichael Perrine. Also, Joe Judge has a plea to the Giants players. He's trying to get them to know as he attempts remotely to turn the collections of individuals into a teams. So this is what he's asked them to do. You ready? Play more video games together. Yeah, this is an unusual suggestion, but it's from a 38-year-old novice coach who gives off a no-nonsense persona. It's a sign of the times. There's no guidebook entitled Coaching Through the Pandemic, so Judd, while insisting we're trying to make everything as normal as we can, understands there's nothing normal about any of this. Todd McShay was on the Adam Schefter podcast, and he said, as you know, he was tested positive with the COVID-19 virus. And it really caused him to miss the NFL draft. And he had been looking forward to this because he was going to be finally on the main desk. I spent 15 years at ESPN trying to get on the first, the first night of the draft on, you know, on the set. And this was like, this was the year. 
I finally was going to be on the set with Herbie and and um, and Reese Davis and Pollock and Jesse Palmer. Like we, I was going to be part of that ABC set. First time in 15 years, and I'm sitting there fighting, like doing everything I can to try to get there, but I, I just couldn't do it. And you, you know, you and I talked, and I I just wasn't lucid, and I thought I was, but I wasn't. And it was so sad because he missed being there. He couldn't even watch it. I was just gone. And it, it got really dark in the hospital when I was just, it was just by myself. And I knew the draft was going on and I couldn't watch it. I didn't watch the draft until Saturday night. I woke up late that night and there was a re-air. And I started watching it then because I knew it was over. And I... I for whatever reason, I just I couldn't watch the draft knowing that I wasn't being a part of it and wasn't on it, and I felt like I was letting everyone down. And right now, there's only one thing he wants to do. I'm heading down there to see them today for the first time since April 1st, and, I mean, I, I can't even imagine the hugs. You know, there's probably going to be some tears, and, like, it's been so long, man. It's been so long. Just being alone... By my sleep. Low flew home to make sure that I, I got, you know, to treatment and got and got taken care of and then flew back down to, to, to be with the kids. But um, it's been I don't know what what's today. We're in May. It's so May, May 6th, May 6th. Yeah. So we're, we're talking we're talking, you know, almost 40 days, close to 40 days w- without them. And uh, it's it's been tough on them and, and they've been great. But uh, but I am gonna I'm gonna squeeze those kids so hard when I see them. Missing this family, wow, Todd McShay. Happy you recovered, my friend.